Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's a Guy Jeans podcast. My guest today is Chris Taylor from the band Dub Seeds from Bakersfield, California. For those of you that don't know, Dub Seeds are a reggae rock group that has been in existence since 2008. Their West Coast reggae sound has carried the band all over the California and Nevada area to colleges, clubs, bars, casinos, and festivals. They have shared stages with genre notables Pepper, The Dirty Heads, Ika Mouse, Fishbone, Iration, Tribal Seeds, Easy Star All-Stars, Tomorrow's Bad Seeds, Mike Pinto, and many, many more. In 2013, the band was invited to perform at the iconic Cali Roots Festival in Monterey. After two full-length albums and an EP, the band is still pushing forward, performing live shows at a venue near you. If you guys want to see a great band live, go check these guys out. The musicianship and songwriting are excellent. Check out their music on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, or go to dubseeds.com. I talked to Chris about growing up in Bakersfield, his music, band, and songwriting, performing and touring around the West, and some of those experiences. It was awesome. He gives some great advice to up-and-coming musicians trying to get into the business. It was a pleasure to talk to such a down-to-earth, hard-working human, man. The guy is super cool. So without further ado, here's Mr. Chris Taylor. Chris, how you doing? Hey, good, man. How you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I'm super stoked to have you on my podcast. Thanks for being here, man. Oh, thank you, man. It's, uh, it's great to be on, and uh, yeah, thanks for inviting me. This is awesome. Well, I'm a total fan of the Dub Seed, so I'm super stoked to talk about your band and oh, uh, what man, you guys thanks. are doing and all that good stuff. Um, but I want to know a couple of things. You know, where did you grow up, and you know, how did you get into reggae music? Oh man. Um, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> um, like, I guess the first, thank you for having me on. This is really cool. Um, yeah. I've been watching the Stoneflies, and you guys are being super busy right now and that's really awesome. So, uh, Thanks, man. congratulations on that. But, um, yeah, um, you know, I was born and raised in Bakersfield, man. And the, uh, the reggae rich environment of Bakersfield, California. <laughs> that's, a, that's a question I have for you as well, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you know, not really a reggae environment. Obviously, it's known for its country music uh, roots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, li- uh, born and raised here, went to, I know, high school, Bakersfield High School. And mm-hmm. um, and yeah, uh, moved around a little bit, uh, lived in Nevada for a little bit and stuff, but uh, mostly uh, lived here in, in Cali. And um yeah, you know, I got into reggae music, uh, gosh, probably back in high school is when I first heard my, uh, you know, first Marley song. I heard Redemption song for the first time. And uh, something about that song stuck with me. And, uh, you know, just kind of started uh, getting interested, you know, about the uh, reggae genre from there. And uh, just kind of started exploring it after that, really. Did you always play guitar, um, like through high school, or did you pick it up um, after that? 
Yeah, it was something I kind of picked up in the later years, actually. Um, in fact, I had uh, my 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 mom and and all of my aunts and uncles used to play in you know in church bands, you know, growing up and the uh, the, the gospel groups, you know, getting the praise and worship team. <laughs> yeah. So I'd uh, always watch them play and stuff, but um, you know, I never really uh, had any interest to play until probably like maybe like my senior year in high school. And uh, I was at a friend's house, and his older brother had a band, and they were in the backyard jamming around and playing at a barbecue. And then they kind of, like, invited everybody to join in and threw it either someone with some maracas or a Congo drum or tambourines. Like, everyone had to get involved. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got in on a little Congo drum and started beating around with them. And uh, that first, you know, when you get that, that, that vibe where everyone's jamming and on that same rhythm, it just kind of, like, hooks you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah. You know, my got into music from that. So okay, very cool. You know, my my podcast is kind of um, I talk to a lot of different people that uh, you know basically like start out doing exactly what you're you're doing. You know, and then the next thing you know, you're you're playing at uh, parties, and the next thing you know, you're playing you know bigger shows and clubs, and the next thing you know, you're you're playing the um, bigger theaters. And, you know, bigger shows and opening for acts and stuff like that. So the story that you have, you know, going from, you know, hearing Redemption song to playing in backyards to, you know, let's go into how you started with the band and all that. Yeah, you know, kind of just like you said, you know, you kind of hear the uh, those songs first and, uh, you know, you kind of get hooked from a a certain vibe or a feel of uh, the music. And you, you almost kind of want to replicate it. You know, you hear yeah. this, 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 uh, this sound, you're like, oh, I want to try that, you know, something like that. And, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't really start with playing in backyard parties first. It usually starts playing in front of your grandma or your baby brother yeah. <laughs> or uh, someone who can't get away. <laughs> you can force to listen to you. And, uh, and then, you know, yeah, you just kind of start playing around. And after a while, you get your confidence kind of starts to build up, you know, mm-hmm. when you, you know, a few people kind of, Hey, that's really good. You know, I like that, you know, that's cool. You know, and then you kind of get that, that confidence boost and then you want to keep going more and more. And, um, for me, it was always about, you know, being creative. I know a lot of musicians tend to want to, you know, play this Metallica song or play this note for note on, on here or play Nerdle Learn Line the Nirvana songs or you yeah. know, something like that. And for me, you know, after I learned a couple, you know, chords, I, I wanted to create, I wanted to write my own stuff. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how that got started. And you guys have, you guys have done a few albums, which I want to talk to you guys about too, you know, talk about, you know, your band and all that as well. Um, when you're, when you're writing a song or how how did you write your first song? Like, did you just kind of start, it came to you and you started playing some chords and then you had a melody in your head and that sort of thing. And then also second question, second question is, uh, do you remember playing that for your first time in front of somebody? Yeah, yeah, uh, on both of those. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the first song I, I ever wrote was probably just, uh, I, I, I was one of my first chord progression I ever came up with that actually mm-hmm. sounded pleasing to my ears. Um, you know, you're kind of messing around with different chord structures and different notes a lot when you're just learning how to play and trying to find something that, that clicks or sounds just right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think when I got that first kind of like chord progression, it's like, oh yeah, I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, then, uh, and naturally something about it made me want to start singing along or humming, you know, another, you know, another melody along with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, so, yeah, that's kind of, you know, just where you get that it's, it's instinctual, you know, it's just kind of inside you, you know, when you start 
getting that melody, you know, you kind of want to hum to it or whistle to it or something, you know, like that. So um, uh, that that's kind of how I got my first song. And yeah, I remember well, it's kind of like I said, the first time I played in front of anybody was just a group of friends in the living room. And uh, that was my first gig, <laughs> you know, just a couple friends. We had a couple beers and, uh, oh yeah, we, we, you know, let me hear what you got. Let's, let's see this song, you know, and how'd it go? You know, like I said, people like it. Um, oh yeah. You know, oh, cool. well, they're my best friends. So they had yeah. to, you know, give me some positive feedback. <laughs> yeah. Cool. But, um, but yeah. yeah, you know, they liked it. And so, yeah, I just wanted to keep going from there. Isn't that cool, man? Wasn't that a cool feeling? Like when you write oh, a song best, and people yeah. are all stoked on it and stuff. Well, that's yeah. what it's about. You know, it's yeah. about expressing yourself and, and seeing how the people react and, uh, you know, whether yeah. it's happy, excited, you know, or they get a romantic feeling from it or they want to party and rock their head, you know, um, yeah. just uh, seeing how they react, you know, to your to your art form. It's really neat. Yeah. You know, some of the songs that I like, you know, like California, um, Hypnotize, you know, some of your original songs oh, yeah. um, are excellent songs, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and they've got great riffs. And, um, you know, I your your musicians that you have, you, you currently have a keyboard player, which you, you, always, you always haven't had a keyboard player, right? And you've added him in right. the last three years or something. Yeah, yeah. It's been probably about four four years now, I four would years. say. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of a relatively new addition to the band. We were usually a three piece for most of the yeah most of our span. But yeah, the last few years we, we've included him, and he's a great, uh, an amazing keyboard player. He really adds to the overall sound. So yeah, he and he plays one of those Nords. Man, it's got those killer organ sounds on yeah. it and stuff. Man, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And he's he, got uh, that classic vibe. Yeah. He, totally. And he plays really good melodies and 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 that sort of thing so when you guys are writing songs or is it is it mainly that you doing the songwriting and then you bring it in and the band kind of adds their two cents kind of a thing or how's that work so yeah it kind of kind of like that as simple as that you know I, i'm usually at home by myself and it's just kind of noodling around on the guitar and then uh you know if i find something that i like you know i might add some lyrics yeah. And if I like it enough to add lyrics and I can make a full song out of it. And then I'm like, Hey guys, check this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we get in the, get in the studio and practice it out, you know, work it out. Um, a lot of times we'll even work it out just on stage. <laughs> right. We don't get a chance to practice as much as we want. So, yeah. you know, we'll be on at a, at a show and it's like, Hey, you know, here's some chords, you know, let's jam around on this, you know, isn't that fun. And, and, oh, yeah. and people yeah. dig it too, probably. <laughs> And when they dig it, then we know to keep going with it, you know, so yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a good uh, audience reaction, you know. So your bass but, uh, player too, man, I totally impressed with your bass player. He grooves hard, man. Um, he's, oh, he, yeah. he leaves a lot of um, space, you know, which is, which I like in, uh, in reggae yeah. too, but he's grooving and then your, your guys is drummer. Um, what an amazing drummer too. Yeah, you know, I, I'm really blessed to, uh, you know, work with such an amazing few guys um, with, with my band. I mean, these guys are truly some of the best musicians here in this town. Um, oh, you know, as you cool. mentioned already, uh, Eric Bracamonte on keys. I mean, he's he uh, he teaches keys uh, keyboard lessons as well. Oh, so, does he? Know, he's an instructor. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Cool. Um, so, but, but he, he's just, you know, amazing. He just has that reggae groove down to yeah. the T, you know, and then he can get that and, and throw melodies on top of it while keeping that, that pocket. Right. Um, so, so he kills it, um, on bass. I mean, we've got Gary rink. I mean, that's kind of enough said right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary is uh, well known all throughout this area as being, you know, one of the best bass players, uh, around, 
and uh, you know he, everybody loves Gary as well. He's just the sweetest guy in the world. And um, but yeah, he, he's he's killer on bass. And then we got Jason Blakely on drums. And uh, he's probably yeah he is the newest member of the group. Um, mm-hmm. He's been with me probably about two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's he's all over it. I mean, he's such an addition. He's got such a, a unique sound. It's kind of a real punchy feel. Yeah. Um, you know, real pocket player. But then he likes uh-huh. to add you know on those little fills and rolls here or there. You know, a little uh, jazz it up a little bit. So yeah, it, like I said, I'm, I'm really uh, just feel lucky, honestly, to be playing with these guys. So yeah, we it's just so much fun. You are man. Where where did you find the uh, drummer? You know, I've known Jason, uh, gosh, for years. Um, he joined a band called Hayesfield probably about a decade ago. <laughs> and uh, before we were Dub Seeds, we were called Seed. And, okay. uh, you know, we used to play around town with this other group a lot called Hayesfield. You know, we were kind of the only two reggae-ish bands here in town, so we used to double up a lot. And uh, so, yeah, I've known him and, uh, you know, known of him for, for a long time. Um but whenever we have an opening, you know, with us, uh, Gary was really good friends with Jason and invited him in and, you know, just clicked right away and, you know, haven't looked back since. Does he play uh, electric drums as well as, uh, is he played when you guys play yes. live, does he play electric drums? So, uh, you know, it depends. Recently, he's been leaning more on the electric kit. Has and he? to be honest, I love it. it I mean, sounds it just killer, sounds man. So good. I'm like, wow, yeah. the sounds are so And we fat. can tune it just right, exactly yeah. how we want it. It's perfect, you know, in the space yeah. of all the other instruments. Um, you know, yeah, I, I really love the uh, the sound from the electric kit. But yeah, he, he does play both. So um, a lot of times when we do the festivals, it's easier just to, you know, play the acoustic kit. Mm-hmm. Um, but any chance we have to get him on the electric, you know, we, we prefer that for, for sure. He, um, yeah, he's good, man. He, I love his, uh, yeah. his reggae style. He's got going plus the sounds on his drum kit sound insane, man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. So are you guys, yeah, he's the man. are you guys playing, um, a lot of shows? I mean, it seems like, you know, from what I can see that you guys are playing all the time. Is that right? Yeah, we're staying busy for yeah. sure. Um, you know, almost a little too busy. <laughs> <laughs> really? But, uh, you know, it's, you know, it's fun. You know, people keep, you know, they, they, they want you for this party or they need you for this date and they're so, you know, yeah. adamant about it and we, we hate to tell, turn people down. So, um, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely staying busy. You know, it's summertime and obviously, you know, a lot of concerts and shows are happening in the festival season. So, yeah, we're definitely, uh, Staying busy for sure. You know, the first time I saw you guys, I th- I think it was at uh, Fish Lips. Is that right? Like, oh, okay. Did you guys play there? Is, yeah, I think it was Fish Lips. You guys played there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We played there all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, it's kind of our home base for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm you know been here. I'm relatively new. You know, I've been up in Kernville for you know 20, yeah. 20 years. You know, with my business and whatnot. But um, I was really unaware of the music scene. And when I first got here, I was, you know, so immersed in music in the, the Ventura, Santa Barbara area, you know, yeah, in San Luis Obispo. I, so I was really kind of clueless, except I knew Matt Munoz from uh, Mento Buru, you know, played sure, with him yeah, a couple of yeah. times in, in uh, Ventura and, and whatnot. And so I knew of them. But um you know, so I go, let's go, uh, let's all go down to uh, Bakersfield and check out the, the bands and stuff. And I saw that there was, you guys were playing. So I'm like, let's go check out these guys. And so that's how I, I discovered you guys was. Oh, nice. Okay. And I'm yeah. like, wow, these guys rip, man. And then later the on. Classic venue. <laughs> yeah, totally. It was great. I loved it. Um, 
and I was kind of unaware, you know, that there was actually like, you know, a, a smaller reggae ska scene in Bakersfield, right? You know, it's it's a, a little shocking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah there, it, there's definitely a scene here. Um, yeah. I think you know it, it's kind of started a little bit. You know, with with Mento Buru. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously they play a lot of Spanish and cumbia, but there's a lot of ska influence in what they play as well. Yeah. And uh, they, they'll bust out their reggae covers, and uh, in fact, I, they were probably one of the first ska bands I ever heard live. Yeah. Um, you know, so they definitely have had an influence here, and. Uh, you know, I remember starting out, gosh, like 2004, I want to say, and uh, there was uh, Vanity Avenue was another ska reggae group that was here in town. We used to play with a lot. And, um, you know, yeah, there, there's definitely been a lot of other bands that have come through. You know, they, uh, that Cali vibe, Cali roots scene mm -hmm. has definitely kind of flourished here a lot as well. So there's, uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, musicians here that, you know, are really kind of exploring that reggae sound and um you know looking towards that whole reggae culture you know which is really neat in this country you know town that we live in so yeah it's pretty cool i gotta tell you a funny story man so like the you know you guys i think had played up in kernville at the uh you know at the park the kernville oh yeah uh, park yeah. you know uh concert series or whatever and um, yeah that was so much fun <laughs> yeah dude the first time that i played at that um, some people came up to me that were like local musicians, you know, they're like blue, yeah. blue, bluegrass type country artists up there. And, um, they're all guy, you know, what kind of music is that called? <laughs> 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 like, you know, they hadn't heard it before. It was pretty funny. And then another, yeah. another friend of mine, a really good friend of mine, whose uh, dad grew up in Bakersfield. He's all guy, guy plays that music called rap. Raga, <laughs> it's pretty funny, you know, just hearing all that, you know, just kind of introducing all them to that, that music yeah, is, yeah. is awesome and they like it, you know, it's fun. Yeah. And yeah. That, you know, it's one of those things that uh, people hear the name, you know, they, they're probably like, they, they think they're going to be turned off by it, but when they yeah. hear it live and they're not suspecting it, yeah. they're like, Oh, I actually really kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you guys were gracious enough to do some benefit concerts, uh, up in Kernville to raise money for the Kernville hatchery, man. So I don't know if oh, I ever yeah, got to say, yeah. say, so thank you for that. You know, that really helped. Oh out. no, of course. That yeah. was a lot of fun. Fish what? stock, man. How can Fish we forget stock, man? Yeah. We bring that back <laughs> with, with uh, Pato, Pato Bonton. Pato Bonton. Yeah. That was a great show. I'll never forget that. That was fun, huh? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I was. it was me and you and, and, and our girls. We were sitting there dancing together uh, in the crowd to that's, Pato Bonte. That's that right. Yeah. yeah, totally, man. Yeah. What a great uh, yeah. entertainer he is, huh? Oh, man. Like, honestly, he's probably one of the best reggae performers I've seen live. You know, yeah. I'm not saying a lot. You know, I've seen the Wailers, you know, Steel Pulse. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of these bigger acts. But, I mean, as far as choreography and, and just the, the pure how well they play, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're quite an act, man. They're, they're amazing. That's fun, man. So who are some of yeah. the bands that you've played with over the years? I know it's a lot. Can you name a few of those? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've opened up for, you know, usually, um, anytime, a lot of the time when, uh, some of the bigger reggae acts come through their promoters, try to reach out to some of the local reggae acts. Mm -hmm. And so they've, you know, inevitably you know our name has popped up on a lot of lists we've been able to open up for a, a lot of different people um the original whalers yeah uh, you know it's funny the uh, first the first big act we ever opened up for was at fish lips and it was digital underground oh wow <laughs> 
uh shock g yeah rest in peace yeah but um so yeah we, we've opened up not even just for reggae but even like some hip-hop acts like afro man as well oh no way um yeah <laughs> awesome and then uh we opened up for pepper at the dome the old dome venue uh back in bakersfield awesome um, where was that at yeah where was the dome at uh, it was uh, downtown Bakersfield, I think off of V Street. Uh, it was okay. a real iconic place. So a lot of punk uh, bands played there, and then they started putting on shows, uh, some more like festival-type shows and bringing in a lot of other acts from out of town. But uh, they, they closed down, and actually the, the building's been demolished. Uh, they did that a, a couple years ago. So oh, okay. it's kind of a sad, <laughs> sad state with that. But uh, yeah, the Dome was a legendary spot, yeah. And then who else? uh gosh uh man we've we've played you know one band that we played uh opened up for a few times that came through was the dirty heads oh no way and uh yeah they're 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 pretty big you know they're on the radio and everything that's a big um, that must have been a pretty big crowd man you know they they, they did put on a uh, they obviously had a really big crowd they put on a good show and yeah. uh you know to be honest for such a a big act they were the coolest guys that's cool uh, you know duddy b uh in the band always made sure to be like hey man you guys sounded great you know you guys i love your sound you know just give us a little compliment nice you know after, each time we played you know and uh so i thought that was really cool you know they didn't have to do that you know a lot of times those yeah bigger acts try not to even rub elbows with the opening guys you know yeah, but yeah. uh no they were really cool actually and you guys have played um cali roots which is a big venue as well right yeah yeah it's kind of uh the woodstock of you know the cali reggae scene <laughs> yeah man but, that's uh, a that's a big honor uh yeah it was it was cool we were definitely honored to do it you know it was back in 2013 probably right at the height of our popularity mm -hmm. and um yeah we had just come out with our second album skunk face at the time and we were going all up and down cali and going through nevada just kind of touring around playing promoting that album we played the sacramento hemp fest <laughs> and, uh, yeah, somehow we caught the attention of, uh, the people at Cali roots and, you know, they got us on, uh, in their 2013. So yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, again, kind of got to rub elbows with a lot of those bigger acts and entertainers and, uh, yeah, it was really neat. It was a lot of fun. How big were the crowds? Do you think that you were playing there? Do you, were they, were they, how oh. many people do you think that was? I mean, the whole festival have thousands and thousands of people, but they yeah. kind of section everything off in different areas, you know? So, I mean, yeah. you know, we probably had close to maybe about a thousand people or so right there in our little area that we were playing at. Nice. Um, you know, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was really neat just being up there in the Monterey, you know, we got to camp out and everything. So uh, they had Slightly Stupid on the bill that year, you know, Revolution, Tribal Seeds, yeah. uh, Modest Yahoo was also on the bill um so yeah it was kind of neat you know i remember showing up and, and getting our passes and as soon as we walked in you know slightly stupid was on stage playing and you get that kind of feeling like oh man like this is it <laughs> you, you know, know but uh you know what's crazy cool. you know what's crazy is like you know going back to like you know you playing in that backyard you know just you know playing the bongos yeah. and, the, and, the, and then all of a sudden you're playing on these these bigger stages you know isn't that crazy yeah, the, uh, yeah, how that works the, out. The journey, man. Yeah, the journey. Yeah. You know, it's, it's neat where it starts and where it ends. You know, and you know, it still hasn't ended. You know, it's uh, slowed down a little bit. Yeah. You know, you kind of start working and you get a family and you know, kids get involved. <laughs> right. And, you, know, yeah. you know, start looking at what's more important in life. You know, you get a little <laughs> yeah. distracted, but uh, but yeah, you know, we're still going and uh. still doing our thing. So yeah, it's really neat. You know, yeah. So what what do you think's like the the biggest crowd that you've played for? 
in in your in your past oh as man, you, as gosh what, like what's the like um and there's a reason why i'm asking that question you know it's it's kind of a toss-up um we, we played uh yeah in fact you know i, I mentioned uh, earlier i don't know if it was you know before you know that we were talking or not but uh, i told you we had uh played at the ventura theater yeah and uh that was a pretty big crowd it's crazy um, in there that was a good one yeah <laughs> that was really nice i like that spot uh-huh um we played at the, the fox here in town for yeah. a pretty good crowd but uh even the the village fest uh here in town right uh, yeah gosh man we that, that's that's a packed packed spot i mean last year i mean uh, I, there was just a sea of people in our little area <laughs> i saw that man i saw some video so, of that. yeah it was, killer. It, was, it was a lot of fun yeah so when you're playing describe the the feeling you know before you're going on stage and you look out there and you see all those folks you know what's what's that like for you like before, right when it's you're exciting. getting ready yeah what's that feeling yeah like? it's just it's just like a, a shot of energy you know it's just mm-hmm. the adrenaline and excitement and anticipation all rolled into one you know it's uh it's really neat that uh we even have the opportunity to yes. take a stage and, right. and let people you know listen to what we have to say you know i mean yeah not a lot of people have that you know ability or opportunity and, and a lot of people that are given the opportunity aren't appreciated <laughs> yeah and uh, it doesn't last very long you know and uh, yeah. so i mean just the fact that you know these people are willing to let us you know you know just a few guys from bakersfield come up and play some music for them and mm-hmm. dance and clap you know it's it's really a it's just an exciting feeling and each time we do it it's almost like a, a, a new journey a new experience you know we're meeting someone new it's a it's a new vibe and each crowd you play for is honestly different. I mean, you know that, you know, yeah. every time you play, it's, it's just, each show's different, has a unique feel. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's one of those things that's addicting, you know, you can't <laughs> get away from it. Even when you think, you know, I'm going to slow down, you know, but yeah. uh, now nah, it's, it's, it's in you. Once you're a musician, you can never get that feeling, you know, out. You're always craving that, that, that feeling right before you go on stage for sure. Do you get nervous before going up on, oh, on yeah. stage? Oh heck yeah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I still get the butterflies, man. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah, it's just part of Especially it. Especially huh? if uh, you know, if I haven't, you know, you know, if it's been like a few weeks in between gigs or you know something like that, you know, and I'm not like constantly getting up on stage, it's like, okay, all right, just calm down, just remember the songs. <laughs> yeah, you know, I yeah. I rely on the guys behind me a lot. You know, with those guys, it's it's pretty easy to get them going, then I can just ride on top of their coattails, but. uh yeah but yeah you definitely get nervous man those butterflies never go away yeah for sure i can remember i dude i took like a 10-year break and was really just, yeah and didn't play for 10 years and um and then we had a kind of one of one of my bands got back together and our our show dude was um at the ventura theater and oh man <laughs> yeah and you know we had a pretty good uh following in the ventura santa barbara area you know and so yeah. it's, it's sold out right Oh and yeah, so we hadn't, they couldn't wait to hear you guys after ten years. <laughs> dude, we hadn't—I I hadn't played in ten years, and so like <laughs> going on stage in front of all those people, I was tripping. I was like, "Oh my god!" And you know, walking, walking out there, you know, your shoes, man. just going, "Holy <laughs> cow!" But you know, the crowd makes you feel good, you know, because they're so stoked. Oh yeah, and so that, yeah, what a great feeling, man. Yeah, yeah, that's the best, man. When you get that reaction from the crowd, that positive feedback, that reaction, that more, we want more. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's always a, a great feeling, yeah. is the I've never been inside the Fox Theater in Bakersfield, but is it similar to the, to the Ventura Theater? Because they look a lot alike from the outside. 
Yeah, it's kind of got that same old-timey feel to it, that classic, you know, theater yeah. um, feel. Um, I don't think it's quite as big as the Ventura Theater, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Um, the Fox Theater uh, maxes out, I think, at about 1,500 people. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's a great place to play, actually. It's a lot of fun there. Yeah, I saw a video um, of you guys playing there. And um, yeah. it looked like you guys were the opening act for somebody. I'm not sure, but you guys were tearing it up. Yeah, you know, we played a couple shows there post-COVID um, because they were one of the few venues that were allowed to open up at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a funny story. One of the, We were going to open up, one of the bands was uh, a tribute band, and their name was the Red Knot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> and the sad thing about that is if you're driving by the venue anywhere faster than 25 miles an hour and you see that marquee up in the sky, that end kind of looks like an H. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people thought we were opening for the red hot chili peppers. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, and I can't tell you how many people got upset after they bought tickets, realizing that it wasn't the actual band. You know? No way. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was funny. Uh, we really had a kick over it. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we we played our hearts out, and uh, you know, it, I won't say too much about the other band. <laughs> oh no. So what? What is but, your what is your feeling about um, like these bands like that that um, you know that cover other bands? like that you know like um you know there's a band that covers uh like no doubt or boston or yeah. the red hot chili peppers or any of those bands in there i mean there's foreign right. there's foreigner there's i mean it, it, the list goes on right led zeppelin led zeppelin you know? yeah <laughs> like what's your feeling on all those bands yeah, it, it, it kind of depends. Um, you know, for some of the, the older classic bands, you know, I think that, you know, if the musicians can really do it justice, you know, I think it's really cool. Yeah. You know, because you really don't get a chance to see, you know, some of those older bands, you know, those classic rock bands anymore. Right. Um, they're obviously broken up or members have died, you know, or, you know, just whatever. But uh, yeah. So, you know, I think that's really neat when some of those bands, you know, go on tour and they're able to kind of recreate some of that, you know, feeling of actually going to an, an actual Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin concert or an actual Pink Floyd concert, you know. Yeah. Um, but when it's something like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who are still a band and still going on tour <laughs> and yeah. still playing their full repertoire of songs, yeah, right. you know, I think you got to be really careful when you're doing a tribute to a band like that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's just kind of a you know two-sided coin, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. If, if the band's still alive and they're still doing their thing, I think you should probably hold off on the tribute, <laughs> you know, a little bit. You I, know? I wonder how they feel about it. You know, like the the guys in the Red Hot Chili Peppers feel about a band doing something like that. And you know, of, we were talking about it at that very night because uh, we were kind of astonished that this band could get away with it. You know, just changing one letter in the name of the band and then still playing all of their songs. You yeah. Know? Um, I mean, I can't believe that this is the first time that's happened where there's been a mix up and people bought tickets thinking it was the actual chili peppers. Whoa. So, uh, you know, I couldn't believe that they had kind of gotten away with it, but, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know if, uh, if flea and Anthony Kiedis are aware (laughs) what's going on or not, but, uh, so talking about that show, did people like get really upset at the band and stuff like when they were playing? Uh, not while they were playing to be honest uh, okay. but they're what they weren't very enthusiastic and we heard uh, a lot of people called me beforehand thing telling me you know hey we bought tickets and it's not the real chili peppers 
Yeah. So I kind of knew that people were kind of uh, misled, you know, going up to it. And then at the concert, mm-hmm. people came up to us afterwards and, hey, man, you guys were great. But that other band, we thought they were the real Chili Peppers and we didn't realize it was a tribute band. And, um, you know, it was just I think they needed to be more clear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the actual Chili Peppers because, you know, there were people that were misled. Yeah. And uh, I can't think that, you know, that was the first time that happened. It had to have been other times, you know. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of in agreement with you uh, on the on those uh, those bands too. You know, it's like a lot of those bands. Um, it's like uh, especially if there's bands still playing live and, right. and there's bands, yeah. you know, imitating them and stuff. It, it's almost like you're, I don't know. It's like taking away from them, kind of a thing. Yeah, kind of, kind of a vibe. Yeah, and I, I like you know uh, bands that are playing. You know. Uh, at least a majority of their sets are um, originals, you know, and, it, and, right. and being creative and, you know, writing their own music and stuff like that. That's what I, that's what I enjoy about you guys, you know, is that you have, oh, yeah, you guys have your, your sound, you know, and um, your voice, of course. And it kind of creates that, that unique sound that you guys have. And it's, it's fun to listen to because there's no, not really anybody else that sounds like that. Right yeah yeah it's uh you know it's it's like you said it's being able to have that privilege to express yourself and and people really listen to it and give you honest feedback you know but um yeah it's we're really lucky to be able to do what we do and you know get the positive you know reaction yeah but um i was telling it's it's, it's a lot of fun i was telling my band and some other musicians we were all sitting around and you know the uh the the community, the the musician community, um, I, I spend a lot of time playing in the Ventura, Santa Barbara area still. Yeah. And the, that community there is like real supportive of each other, um, mm. of all the musicians. And, you know, everybody goes and sees, sure. them, sees each other play and supports the bands and stuff like that, which is super cool. Yeah. But I was talking to a lot of them and I'm like, you guys, isn't it? amazing that we have the privilege of playing these places you know and and people actually come and listen to us play you know and uh how cool that is man right yeah yeah it's just just a cool thing man and a lot of it you know a lot of them are playing original music not all of them but most of them and uh that's what i i just i love that part of it man I love the creative. Yeah, there's a lot of creative people out there you know um and it's cool to be able to hear some of their takes you know you don't have to you know, go turn on the TV or turn on the radio to be able to hear some real, you know, good music or, you know, real good piece of art. You know, there's a lot of talented people right here in the, you know, our hometowns, you know. Yeah. And um, especially, you know, even here in Bakersfield, like we were talking, there's a really strong, thriving music scene here. There's oh my a, God. a lot of talent. I mean, so much talent Yeah. Um, in this town. You know, I mean, people that can play any instrument you can imagine that can play just as good as anyone and anywhere you know oh and, um, and the other thing bands come through and stop and play in bakersfield man and you, you have yeah. a chance to see all these great bands you know i just went to and uh, not just went but a few months back i went to uh, see willie nelson and i did too i oh, was there oh, you were that was <laughs> yeah. epic man um, yeah that was such a fun show you know, man. Made, how could you miss willie he, he made my uh, my lady cry you know like with one of his songs you know i'm looking over oh, her wow. and she's got yeah. tears going down her eyes you know and i'm like wow you know here's this dude yeah. you know this old still playing music and still hitting people you know hard like that you know living legend straight yeah. up living legend you and know, the, the the show that he put on at, at night what did he just turn 90 did they say that, yes, that night it was 89 i mean yeah, he's, i crazy. couldn't believe it i was like my god yeah it was cool and dude the band that opened up for them 
I think they're, yes. they're called the Appletons. The Appletons. Yeah, yeah. They just had a baby, by the way. Congratulations to them. They just had a little boy. They were so good. And I had never heard them yeah. before. I was like, wow, man. And these guys were oh, you know, from Bakersfield. Yeah. 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 They, they are a stellar group. Um, yeah, yeah they, they've got amazing talent. And uh, Lauren, the singer, she just got just this sound that is just hypnotizing. And yeah. then Kyle, her husband on, on guitar, um, easily one of the best guitar players in this town, you know, for sure. And uh, yeah, it's just um, uh, we, we actually played with them in uh, Tehachapi at uh, one of the uh, the wine for beer fests. Yeah, um, I want to say last year, but yeah, they they're just a stellar, stellar group. Yeah, um, easily one of my favorite bands here in town for the, sure. Their harmonies and and just their their sound and everything. Are they taking a break oh, for a while? Because she had a baby. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, she literally probably just within a week or two <laughs> just recently had a, a, a baby. So um, uh-huh. you know, all, there's all, everything that goes with that. You know, yeah, they they definitely got you know their their focus is on on that for right now, of course. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a real exciting time for them. So have you played that uh, ever played at that place um, where we saw uh, Nelson? Oh, at the amphitheater. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I I have. Um, have you? probably about 15 years ago. Um, yeah. Again, when we were, before we were dub seeds, we were seed and uh, we played <laughs> cool. one show there for something. I can't even remember who we opened up for. They had some summer jam or something. We played there one time. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a cool venue, man. Yeah. It's pretty neat, you know, especially for something like that here in Bakersfield to have that kind of outdoor, you know, venue. Uh, yeah. A lot of cool acts have come through there, you know, so it's really yeah. neat to be able to go to the park and you know sit outside and watch your favorite groups. So, oh yeah, man, it's really cool. I went there uh, and also saw um, uh, UB40 recently. I was at that yes. show, and yeah. I, and then there was another show where um, Pepper and Slightly Stupid played. Yep. I was there yep. for that. That was, I mean, it was cool. Yeah, it, was it was hot. It was hot. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, but whatever. You know, it's yeah. Once stuff. the sun goes down, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you at a show? If you, if you have anything, you share that with oh, us. Oh man, crazy <laughs> stuff at shows. God. Um, Can you man, think? That's, you kind of really stumped me on that one. We had some crazy stuff happen, good and bad. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of hard to, you know, go with that one. Um, you know, some crazy stuff, uh, you know, we've had, uh, opened up for Eka Mouse one time at Fish Lips. Oh yeah. And, uh, he was probably <laughs> about two hours late to the show <laughs> was he, was so going nuts? we were in, yeah yeah and we were informed on stage hey you guys got to play an extra two hours <laughs> oh my god um, so yeah we kind of had to fill in and then he when he finally showed up uh, he was just all coked out beyond oh. belief oh, and uh-huh. uh then next thing you know he's um getting behind the bar and playing with glasses and <laughs> <laughs> doing all sorts of crazy stuff and uh yeah it, it, it was kind of a crazy event i think that was one of the craziest uh shows we've uh, we've had that just turned out to be kind of wacky <laughs> yeah yeah I, but, um, I um i opened up for him in san diego one time years ago and okay. uh, and met him he was on time but um yeah, I, good. <laughs> I said, hey, "Hey, how you doing? My name's Guy," and he's all mouse. <laughs> 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 all right, man. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah, he's a character. We opened up for him in Slow one year, uh-huh. and uh, it was kind of funny because when we were on the way to the gig, uh, I tried to remember to bring CDs. Bring CDs. It's a big show. We got to bring CDs to sell some CDs. 
well, I forgot this CDs. For some reason, I forgot these CDs. And so I told uh, the guys, hey, if anyone asks for a CD, just say we sold out. You know, don't tell them we forgot. Just say we sold out, you know. Yeah. So I kind of had this answer prepped. <laughs> and uh, we, were, we were backstage in the green room, and Eka Mouse was there and his whole group. And uh, me and my drummer were standing back there. And he said, hey, man, you guys sounded really good. And we said, thank you, man. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, you guys have a CD? And so immediately the first reaction was, say that response <laughs> and say oh you know we sold out we sold out of our cds and then so he just kind of stops and looks me up and down for a second because uh-huh. well look at you you big time rock star i was <laughs> 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 just like felt like such an idiot you know i was like oh god you know eka mouse is clowning me here but uh how many but, yeah, albums have you guys cool. done uh we got two full lengths and then we've got one ep with three songs on it and we're getting ready to start recording a, another ep song or another ep awesome. with about three songs maybe four songs on it um but yeah we're getting ready to start recording that here in the next month or so what's your guys's most well-received song do you think oh man i don't know uh you know i think that's probably a, a toss-up between the two that you've already uh, mentioned between hypnotizing california yeah um hypnotize has been out there for a little bit and uh that was when i think kind of helped us get into the cali roots that that song yeah but uh yeah uh, california that's when we get a lot of requests for as well when we're out you know it's a good, playing it's a good songs stuff, so. man those are good oh, songs you, they just they just have that that feeling that that oh. sound that you want to listen to over and over again you know oh thanks man yeah, yeah try to always create that vibe you know the that little rootsy vibe you know something that kind of hooks yeah but um but yeah thank you man thank you if people want to find out like you know where to listen to you guys or you know your website what are your what are your handles so they can check you out yeah um yeah the easiest spot is to go to dubseeds.com um you know that's uh, the main website and it's got links to you know facebook and and instagram and spotify all of that stuff um, I try to keep the shows updated on, on, on dubseeds.com. Sometimes I get a little busy. It's hard to do, man. <laughs> man, you know, I need to find a full-time manager. I need to hire somebody. For man. sure. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we definitely post on Instagram and Facebook when, you know, the next gig is. Um, in fact, next weekend we're going to be uh, in Nevada, just outside of Vegas. Uh, oh, awesome. This little town called uh, Indian Springs. They got a, a casino there. It's got their 45th year anniversary or something, so... You guys, are, show, going, you guys uh, are doing that show? Yeah, okay. yeah, and that, that should be fun. So maybe get a play a little blackjack later on afterwards. Who Hell yeah. See what happens. <laughs> get some poker. So there you go. <laughs> can people still buy your, your albums, or do they? can you go to iTunes or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, we're on uh, iTunes still. And um, I think, you know, gosh, what is it? Uh, iTunes, Apple Music is what it is now. And then I think on Amazon Music as well. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty much anywhere that you know you can get digital music, and we've got it you know posted up there. So, and you can always go on Spotify and uh, listen to us as well. We got a Dub Seeds channel, so okay, yeah, cool. not 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 hard to find. So, you've done probably thousands of shows, right? So, which is you know to to get good at something, you know they say you got to do you know a thousand hours of of whatever, but you've probably done that many shows, which is many more yeah. more hours, right? So yeah, it's, we've done close to that at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what advice could you give to young up and coming, uh, musicians that are wanting to do something like what you're doing 
and, you know, playing music and, and writing songs and stuff, what advice could you give them? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, it's kind of like what you literally just said, you know, so you got to put in the work, you know, you can't yeah. expect to go in there and, and, and play and sound like Jimi Hendrix on your first, you know, time you pick up the guitar, or your first performance, <laughs> you know, right. Um, you've got to be willing to just go in there and, and mess up. And if you mess up, it's okay. Cause that's part of performing as well. And you have to know how to recover from, from a mess up live on stage. Yeah. So, you know, each time you get up on stage, you know, it's, it's kind of like a little brick of confidence, you know, I mean, you want to build that huge wall of confidence <laughs> Yeah. and, uh, you know, you just really got to, like you said, put in those hours. It's just practice, practice, practice. And the more you repeat it and the more repetition and just gets easier. And, uh, you know, I always say to like, you know, watch lots of, uh, concerts of, uh, you know, your favorite live bands, you mm -hmm. know, watch how they perform live and, and how they interact with crowds. And, uh, yeah. you know, you kind of pick up certain things from them and then you kind of incorporate, you know, your own style after a while. But, but yeah, you know, it's just, you know, you really got to get in there and you can't be afraid to just, you know, get rejected. Yes. <laughs> can't yeah. be afraid of rejection or failure. You just got to get in there and just keep trying and plugging away and, uh, yeah, that confidence comes, you know, after a while, it definitely does. David Grohl, you know, from the Foo Fighters. He, yeah, yeah. He said, you just got to go out there Legend. and play and suck. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Straight up. You know, you got Yeah, that was everything I just said simplified <laughs> in one little tiny sentence. <laughs> you just have to go out there and suck. You yeah. Know? And the more you just go out and suck, then you learn how not to suck later on. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. Totally. Hey, Chris, thanks so much for uh, being on my podcast. What a pleasure, man. And, uh, oh, guy, thanks for having me, man. Thank you, man. And I wish you, you know, more success and, uh, you know, I'll be there when I can to support you and, and see you guys play, man. Thanks, love, brother. love hearing you guys, uh, play and I uh, hope to get out there soon, man. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. And, uh, man, it's been a long time since, uh, stone flies and dove seeds of, uh, it's time stage together, man. It's time. Man. It's time. You know, it'd be <laughs> fun. Something it, together. It'd be fun to do like a local, you know, uh, reggae ska show. You know, I was talking to uh, yes. Matt Munoz about that too, man. We should, we should do yeah. that somewhere somehow. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. That'd be fat. Yeah. Get a mento involved and, yeah. uh, you know, stone flies, dub seeds. Yeah. yeah. We could put on our own little summer reggae festival right there, man, for sure. I put in the word to Matt, you know, to play at village fest again too. So we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll play, be playing with you there. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. That'd be fun. Hope we get the same stage. Yeah. That's always right. fun. All right, man. Well, Can't wait for village fest. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Chris. And, uh, we'll talk soon, man. Man. Thank you so much, brother. It's uh, good to talk to you, man. You too. See you around. It's a guy jeans podcast.
It's a guy jeans podcast. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.